What is up, podcast family? Chase here, as most of the time. Uh, we have a great wow. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. How you doing, Jeremy? Uh, I've been better, but I've yeah. been worse, too. Yeah, you've been worse, too. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. We're here today. We're sorry. We're sorry, podcast family, that it has been almost two weeks since our last podcast. We apologize. It's all Jeremy's fault. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not all Jeremy's fault. We've been really busy here lately. Uh, as y'all know, uh, we're opening a church here soon in the uh, Rome, Georgia area. So it's called Essential Church Rome, if y'all want to check it out. But we have been wide open. Jeremy, he's got his stuff going on as deacon at his, his church. So it's just nonstop working, you know, family, everything. So, mm-hmm. so Jeremy, what's up with you? How was your day? Just tired. Uh, busy. Busy? Yeah, we're in the, <clears throat> the process of trying to figure out or trying to get ready to build, uh, build a home. So it's a lot more work than I thought. And uh, so it's just been go, 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 go all day. Is it building or buying? I thought you were buying the house. Look, I, I thought so too. But, you know, when we start to get in front of what, what we're supposed to do, we you know, we trip. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, build, building is a whole lot harder than just buying one already built. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm aware. And believe me, myself wants to say no and just buy one already built. But I don't think that's the route he wants me to take. So I just got to, you know, pick up, pick myself up and have faith, baby. This is, that's the way to do it. That's it. We walk in faith. Absolutely. But today I want, we want to talk about the armor of God. The armor that he puts around us. And and who we are in that armor. We had a great discussion. What was it? Two Wednesdays ago, at Jeremy's Church Cross Point, and it was a it was an amazing discussion on on the armor. Talked about the armor of God, and it it just hit me. I never seen it in this aspect. We're going to get to talking in about it more, and uh, but I'm really excited about that. Let me find Ephesians real quick because I know that's where the armor is. Yeah. I think it's uh, Ephesians 6, 10 through like 18 or yeah. maybe further. I may not have it pinpointed. Okay. Uh, the armor of God. Okay. I'm actually using my paperback or my well, it's leather back, but it's a paper, my book Bible. Usually I'm using the iPad. Mine is in the house, so I'm actually looking into this uh, book that you uh, gave me, the Bare Bones Bible Handbook. Oh, Oh, I see. Yeah. You're going to have to share with us out of that one. That's an amazing book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let me see. It starts the armor is uh, Ephesians um, 6, 10. And let me make sure this is the right part. Uh, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the for, full armor of God so that you will not be able to stand, so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. So so there it tells us right there, we put the armor on so we can stand firm against the devil and against all his schemes. So this armor has to be battle tested you know the armor we have on is battle tested we talked about this jeremy the other day about how when we walk into battle with somebody the person next to us we want to make sure that they have kinks and they have dents in their armor because we know that their armor has been tested we know that they've been through the fire and they came out the other end you know we know that the arrows of the enemy has pierced into their armor because you can still see the holes. It's strengthened. It's battle tested. It's armor that has been that's been tested in the battle in the field it of did battle. Did its job. That's it. That's what Timothy said. You know, uh, at, at our church, the youth when he was talking about it, he said, 
you know, when you see it, you want armor that has dents and dings and scrapes and cuts because that's how you know it's doing its job. That's it. And right below it, it says, for, for, the, for our struggle is not against flesh or blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of the darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist the evil day and have and having done everything to stand firm the evil day resist the evil day i feel like this is all i feel like i'm reading it for the first time again but resisting the evil day man it's wow it's it, upon us yeah it breaks it down to every day you suit your armor up you know, every day you tighten your armor back on every morning when you wake up because it is a constant battle that the enemy is going to come against you each and every day. And we, we've we experienced that full force here lately. And I don't know if it's just from starting a church, but my whole life has been turned upside down. And Jeremy knows the story behind it. And we'll get to that later on. But there's another party that, that I'm going to ask for permission to talk about it before I even bring it up. But, but we all know that, that life can hit us out of nowhere. I seen earlier a girl I went to school with, uh, I'm not going to give her name or nothing, but her, her daughter got out of the house at night. She's a teenager. She's just probably been a little reckless like we were as teenagers and got out of the house, got abducted, uh, guy in a van man took her done some bad things to her and this is this is in our neck of the woods you know that is that's as real as it gets um that is that i can't i can't even imagine jeremy I, can you imagine i can't no man that is just and when i was in law enforcement that's the stuff that that i was responsible over was was i was over the sex offender registry this county and that stuff is just it's scary about how how wide open it is how rampant it is everywhere and people just don't understand everybody puts these blinders on and and just and just it's like they ignore it but but it's just like it says right here it's not a battle between flesh even though it feels like that absolutely something like that happens things like happened in our life this feels like a physical battle jeremy you you looking for a house feels like a physical battle yeah it's 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 taxing um on mentally so i mean you just you bring in that stress you you start to wear down uh and this is that time like you're talking about going to battle with that armor is you know, throughout the day, that's what we do. So whenever you get an opportunity and <clears throat> for that second that the battle's not happening or you're in the middle of the battle and then you get a break somehow and, you know, use that time to, to fix your armor. Get in the yeah. word. Pray to God. Doing all that, that's like you're in your that's in, you're in your place. You're grinding on that armor. You're fixing it. You're, you're strengthening that armor and getting ready for the next wave. That's it. Let's pray for that. Uh... Let's pray for that girl and her family uh, before we go any further. I feel like we need to do that. So, Lord, we thank you. We praise you for who you are, Lord. Well, we are in need right now of your of your wisdom, your guidance, um, just to mend hearts that are broken, mend bodies that are broken, Lord. Uh, man, I can't imagine how the hearts and the minds have just been rocked in that family. Uh, just completely just change the rest of their life. But Lord, I know that what the enemy meant for evil, Lord, can turn into something that can glorify you in some way, shape, or form, even though we don't know, Lord, you do. Lord, and we pray that that manifests, that you manifest in their life, that your strength just flows upon them, and that they feel your presence and your peace that only you can give. Lord, and we thank you and praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All Amen. right. And, uh, but yeah, it's just, man, 
we deal with hard times. We deal with things, you know, the battle doesn't feel real. Sometimes the battle does. I know people who are numb. They've been going through it so long that they have just completely gone numb to everything. And I've been there. I know what it feels like. It's it's not a good feeling, but well, you don't realize it. No. You don't realize it until it starts to break apart. Yeah. And you start seeing what you were doing. That's it. And I <laughs> Jeremy, y'all came over Friday. We had a little we had a little cookout, some hot dogs. A little shindig. Yeah, it was fun. I had a blast. But after that, when you left, it's like when y'all left, I had the kids around and everything, but I was still just like no motivation to do nothing. It's like just everything was sucked out of me all the life. And you know, I know what that is. It's the enemy trying to slow me down. You know, he's trying to put that's the. That's because the life of the party left, bro. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> you just kidding. took it all with you. Just sucked it all up. <laughs> Those hot dogs are pretty good. And I want to give a shout out to my Cajun brothers who, <laughs> <laughs> who gave me that seasoning uh, for the hot dogs. That, I'm telling you, it's got a little spice to it, but you can't tell, but it just it seasons it perfect. This is. I feel like this is turning into a Food Network show. <laughs> but, oh Lord, yeah, we got we got to turn. <laughs> we got to change it. But I want to. I just want to appreciate. I do appreciate that they they helped us out tremendously when we were down there helping. But uh, and they they cook really well. But <laughs> besides that, going back to the armor. All right. The armor is. There is no more important part of the armor. There's not, uh, you have to have the full armor on. You have to have all your protection. We'll keep reading. All right. Stand firm. Therefore, having girded yourself, girded your loins with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your uh, feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace in addition to all take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god um some of those parts are a little um like shod yeah this is stuff we're not used to talking about, but but there are things in here that are very clear. You know, right here, one thing that gets me is uh, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So that is the word of God. So get your knowledge, get your word, listen to the Holy Spirit. He's here to guide and direct us. Um, put on, it's not, it's not a one piece armor. You know, when I was a cop, we you know, you put a vest on, but you also had a duty belt. You also had a pen. Like everything you had was important. Handcuff, handcuff key, gun, taser, your taser cartridges, everything. You had to have your you had to have everything in order. And when your armor is being tested, when you're training in your armor, which is getting in your word, walking out praying for people, when you when you're preparing, it's actually God preparing you for the battle. So as you're being prepared for the battle, you are constantly getting used to um, where those tools are that you're going to need. So let's say familiarization, muscle memory. When you're getting used to, when you're swinging a sword, when you're in battle, you have to have muscle memory. When you're pulling out your firearm as a police officer or as military, you have to be familiar with that. You have to know where you're going you're gonna to pull your gun out every time. You have to know where your holster is without looking at it. There's certain things you know you get familiar with. And it's the same way when it comes to the word of God, when it comes to going out and ministering to people, when it comes to the enemy attacking you, you have to know where your weapons are. You have to know where your armor is the strongest. You have to know where it's at the weakest, because if you get hit in those spots, you have to know how to take it. You know, with your shield, it says to um, get rid of all the arrows, to stop all the arrows from from hitting you the flaming arrows of the evil one so that tells me that that he's not just shooting normal arrows he's shooting arrows that are going to burn you up (coughs) which is 
which tells me he's out to kill you. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy, just like the word tells us. Because if he was just shooting regular arrows, you know, it's not as malicious. But when you're trying to set somebody on fire as well as stabbing them with an arrow, it makes a whole different ball game. Yep. <laughs> so the battle's real. The th- oh, yeah. The thing we have to lean into is where is our weak spots in our armor? Where are we stronger at, you know, in our walk? Where are we weaker at? Um, we get tempted. We get tested. We get battle ready. And and that's what we need to do as Christians. We need to be battle ready. We need to be prepared for every situation we need to not fall into temptation. And that is a struggle in itself because this world is ran by the tempter. This world is ran by the same one that tempted Jesus. It's, it's, it hasn't changed. It's increased. The tools that the enemy has to use are much more now than they ever have been. We, yep. now, we now have a tool in our pocket that can give us access to all the sins we need. That's it. Yeah, but it can be used, how are you going to use it? Because we also have that same app that can be used for good. It can help yep. sharpen us and, and build our armor. It's, it's all how you're going to use it. Yep, that's it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one, uh, I'm going to say this in this bare bones Bible. And by the way, this is not an advertisement for this book. They're not paying me to say any of this. Uh, but the bare bones Bible handbook, it's a uh, 10 minutes in, uh, to understanding each book of the Bible by Jim George. It's a, uh, it's a really good book. Like I said, he doesn't know I'm saying this, so he's not paying me for this, but I just want you guys, uh, if you hear this, if you're listening, if you get an opportunity to grab this up, it just, each, it goes through the chapters of the Bible, uh, the books of the Bible. And it just tells you, uh, just real quick reads and, and, and fast summaries of what things are about and uh what what each uh book is about uh for instance in chapter 6 10 through 24 it's they label it the power of the battle and it says as believers uh walk with christ they will meet resistance from the enemy of their souls the devil however they have weapons that god has provided for us against the devil's temptations and attacks these weapons are spiritual in nature and not physical they are faith prayer and the word of god with these spiritual weapons, Christians can fight life's battle and be victorious. That's right. So, I mean, prayer, the word, prayer, and this is a daily thing. Most of the things we talk about, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on here is going to be a daily battle. It's going to be something we you have to do every day. You can't just do, you know, do it on a Monday and try to re it up, re up it on a Friday. That's That's just, it. It's not going to work. You're not going to make it. I mean, these yeah. things, it sounds like a lot, everything we talk about doing it daily, but you get into it. Uh, once you start doing one and it becomes, it takes 21 days to make something a habit. Okay. So give it, give it a shot. 21 days, continue to keep putting this armor on, get the word in the mornings. I need to do better. Uh, I know a lot of people who need it. We, we all need to do better. Uh, me, most of all though, I mean, that's the only one I can really speak of. I need to do better of putting this on every single day. And, and then those things won't hurt us. You know, the devil can come at us, but you know what? It just, it's like he hits that armor and it bounces off. You may flinch a little bit. You may bounce back a little bit, but you're rearing to go again. Um, and, and the only way to really, like I said, like it says in here, the only way you got faith. So we got to keep the faith prayer, be in prayer constantly. It says to pray without ceasing. So we're supposed to be in prayer at all times of the day. And it sounds harder than it really is, because if you do it enough subconsciously, you're always going to do it. You just you just do it. Um, you don't have to, you know, you be praying in the car. You don't have to. Please, by all means, do not pray in the car with your eyes closed driving down the interstate. You can pray with your eyes open. I knew I, I know I just blew some people's minds. <laughs> but did not realize you could pray with your eyes open, but please. If you're driving down the interstate praying, do not, do not close your eyes. Let me ask you a but, question, uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Where does it say in the Bible to play, pray with your eyes closed? I don't think it says it anywhere, but that's just what we've done. Yeah. So, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like I said, we blew some people's minds just now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, 
and then the Word of God. Uh, so constantly read that. that. That is your sword. When you pick a Bible up, there is nothing like holding that Bible. You can have a phone, you can have a tablet, but it still doesn't measure up to mm. holding the actual Bible. When I hold that thing, I feel the power. I feel like this thing could stop anything. And, and I feel how significant it is. When I grab one, you just want to kind of put it to your chest. Uh, you want to hold it close. You don't want to let it go. You know, you want to put it somewhere close to you. You always want to keep your eye. When you go to church, you hardly take your eyes off of it, it seems like. You know, you're always within arm's reach of it. Uh, I don't know. I just know when I pick that thing up, I I feel the weight of it. And when I say weight, I'm not talking about literal sense of grams, kilograms, and all that. I'm talking about the weight that it carries, the importance that it carries. I got a Bible and, that's so heavy, it'll make you want to put it down for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's 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 about picking it back up. That's it. What we say what we say at church, what was it I said we was gonna talk about, but uh, it, maybe it wasn't for this because maybe it was for somebody else, but it was a stand up. It's time to get moving. It's time to move forward. Yeah. So, you know, I, maybe that was for me. Maybe that was for somebody I talked to earlier this week. Maybe for maybe somebody, for somebody right on now. here. You never know. But just stand up. It's time to move forward. It's time. It's, it's no longer time to sit still. It's time to get going. And so, I mean, just let's put on that armor. When you stand up, you get ready to walk out that door, put on that armor. And, and no, we know, we already know, Chase, that walking out of that door, we're going to be attacked. What sense does it make to leave our armor hanging on, hanging on the, the, the rack and walk right out into this world with no armor? That's it. That's like saying, here, shoot me. Well, that's like somebody going out in the battle with, that's like you getting a soldier today and then he just walks out of the team. No vest. No vest. No guns. No, no helmet. Nothing. Yeah, a big target that says, I have nothing, shoot me. That's it. You know, I mean, it's just. He is not yeah, effective no. in battle if he goes out right. without his equipment. Right. No soldier right. who goes in to war in their right mind what is it? goes out. This way. is my rifle. There are many like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But oh, it's just crazy how we expect every day for this world to change to get better this world's never going to get better it's going to continuously growing worse um, it's fulfilling yeah it's, it's fulfilling scripture prophecy and what it's yeah, it's all we in the have bible to prepare ourselves this world is getting is preparing for for a war like we are oh, in yeah. a constant battle we are in constant war i hate to say it everybody but we're all veterans in this spiritual battle we have all been in battle. We have all fought in this war, whether you see it or not. This is all spiritual battle. Because when we have faith in the Lord, and when we put our fear where it is supposed to be, which is in the hands of God, that's why we're supposed to fear the Lord. That's why we're supposed to be God-fearing. Is because when He holds our fears, then we are in His control and not the world's control. So when we walk around without our armor on, without the word, without our <laughs> sword, we we are walking into suicide. Because we're because yeah. it says right there, Jeremy, it said that this was not physical armor, but it was spiritual armor. How do we prepare spiritually? Is to get closer to God. Absolutely. Look, I heard um, by faith, prayer, and the word. I heard one time. About how I heard it differently, but in my head, God translated it another way. And it's how you can look up. You go outside right now. Go If y'all go outside when it's dark and, and it's clear skies, you go out and you see a star in the sky. And I'm pointing up like somebody can see me what I'm doing, but I'm, there's nobody in here. But <laughs> Well, I'm outside and uh, we got a little overcast. So uh... <laughs> well, when you see a star in the sky, it is so tiny. It is so very tiny. But the closer you get to it, the bigger it gets until it just is overpowering. That is the same way the Lord is. He may seem very small to you until you start getting closer to him. And then he becomes so big, he just overtakes every problem you have and everything around you. It is beautiful. It is, it is the most beautiful thing you can think of is the time that you get 
when you spend it with the Lord and you just feel like you're in his embrace and he becomes so big and so real. I want everyone to experience that. That is the thing that brings me the most joy is when I know who I am in him and it's identity. When we know that identity and we know it's in him and we know he's our creator, it's just, it puts everything in perspective. Then our problems become just a little bit smaller because here's the thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen, when you get closer to God and when he becomes more big in your life, your, your problems, you're getting further away from them and they become smaller and smaller and smaller. It's amazing how when you're heading in one direction, the things behind you get so small. Because when you head towards God and when you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and you seek the face of God, you will find truly that he is so much bigger than what is behind us and the problems that we live. I feel like I'm preaching, Jeremy. Am I preaching? Do I feel like I feel like I'm preaching? No, bring it. Come on. Okay. And I heard uh <laughs> I heard one time you you talked about how you had to have you know, prayer, getting in the word, you know, and some people out there are thinking, well, what's more important is, is, is having reading the Bible or is it getting down on my knees and, and praying to the Lord? Well, let me tell you something. What's better? Is it, is it breathe? Is it exhaling or inhaling? What's more important? You got to have both. That's it. I heard a pastor say that and, and it just, just, I'm like, I'll never forget that. And all right. You have to have it. Either way, you're going to pass out if you don't. Yeah, either way, you don't do one of them. Yeah, if you if you stop doing one or the other, what's the relationship, Chase? Um, Imagine when you were male, female, whatever you were, you know, going after that wife, and y'all before you were dating, you chased after you pursue you pursued her, you went after her, or she pursued him. However, it worked for you, or whoever you know, y'all out there listening. You put effort into it. You have to put effort into this. But you you tried to spend what time you could. You tried exactly. to spend an intimate times with that. And this is exactly the same thing. This is exactly the same thing we have to do for the Lord. Is we have to develop that relationship by setting aside that intimate time with the Lord. Chasing after Him. Which is going after His Word. Going, talking to Him in prayer. Listening to what his responses are, and it, you have to go after it. You know, when when I chased it, I, my wife, I went after my wife. Let's say it was over a year before her and I even got to date, before we ever got to that point. And then I don't even remember. Look, I'm, Lord, if she listens to this again, I'm sorry, but I don't even remember <laughs> the time how how long it was from dating to marriage. But it was a long time. It's a long time in between the time we knew each other to the time we got married. But I consistently pursued her. And if I can pursue Jesus the same way I pursued her, I'd probably be a lot better off right now. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, uh, most of all, uh, you know, that I know of need to do better. Yeah. But yeah, it has to be that intimate relationship. It has to be that, that it can't be a, hey, I see you next month thing, or I'll see you next week every now and then I see you in passing. It's got to be daily. It's got to be that point where you want to talk to that person. You know, we talk to them daily when we're courting them or however you want to you yeah. know, say it. But that's what it was. You have to be in this relationship daily. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, in a real relationship, you're both putting your foot forward. I promise you, you put your foot forward. He's going to put a bigger one forward to you. I promise. Well, let me, let me ask you a question, Jeremy. On your wedding day. Do you remember your wedding day? Like, do you, which one? Yeah, <laughs> we got married twice. Remember? Uh, do you, well, you remember both of them. Anyways, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Did you yep. help Jess? Did you help her get get ready for the wedding? Did you help her get dressed? Did you put her makeup on for her? Did you get do her hair for her? Did you paint her nails? Any of that stuff? Negative. Negative. Okay. <laughs> That's not very common. <laughs> I, I never, I've no. never heard of the man getting the bride ready. Right. They, I see where you're going. You see where I'm I going. See. This came to me today. <laughs> and I got to thinking, uh-huh. I was like, you know, as as we are in this, you know, we are the brides to Christ. He is the groom. We have to make ourselves ready him for our wedding day which is in heaven 
you know, is when we get to him face to face, you know, and, and it's just like, we have to prepare ourselves. We have to get ourselves ready for the wedding day when we go and meet our creator. You know, he's not, it's not his job to come and get us ready. It's our job to be willing to get ready to go to him. And man, preparation. It's just about preparation. You know, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, I've come, I've had a lot. I've had a challenging week because I've had a lot of naysayers, you know, and I forget who it was. It was a rapper back when I wasn't living right. He said, my haters are my motivators. Oh, no, that was a movie. That was I was not living right when I watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> said, my haters are my motivators. And, and you know, sometimes you just got to, sometimes you got to see it that way. If the world is for us, then are we really walking the way the, the Bible tells us to? Are we really walking the way Christ says to because when you're not getting anything any backlash from anywhere you know and you're not your armor is not getting tested you have to question are we walking where the way we're supposed to you on the wrong side exactly are you just Mm -hmm. walking with the crowd or are you walking with jesus if your armor's are you, yeah, you're you're out of the battle all all together. Yeah. You're sitting on the sidelines, and and you're just gonna wilt wilt away now. Yeah, and you're still gonna be attacked, but you're just you don't you don't recognize it, and and most times you'll be doing the attack as well. I mean, it's just doesn't take much to get on that side of the line to start doing attacks as yeah. well. Devil will use you to do it. I'm just saying, even the water boy gets hit every now and then with a ball. <laughs> so w- when you get in. And you know you'll know you're in the battle. <laughs> it, things don't get easier, but it's but it's like I said before: it's when you draw closer, you know, to Jesus, is when you really see that your problems are so much more smaller than we thought they were. Man, that's not to say that things don't become more complicated. Oh, things can because they'll try to trip you up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. world is notorious um, for tripping you up. But let me tell you something. Listen to listen to the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Guide and direct you. You know, if you feel like well, you know, when you buy something new, like a tool or or a playhouse for the kids or whatever, and something us men have a problem doing is what? When we get all that and we open it all up, Chase, what's one thing we have a problem doing? Well, we don't have reading directions. I like to use those as starting fire material. Fire starting. Yeah, see, that's that. Well, that book, that book that we have called the Holy Bible, that's our manual. That's our manual for life. That's that's how we're supposed to put our life together and how we're supposed to live it out and and what's coming. I mean, it's and we and and what do we do? Oftentimes, when we're not living right, we set it aside. We set it aside. We shove it somewhere. It gathers dust. It does nobody any good. All right, and this has been on my heart. Well, it's been on my mind. I don't. I don't know if it's from the Lord. I feel like it is because it don't go away. If there's somebody out there, and and guys, I'm talking to you, who your priority is sitting in front of a screen playing a video game all the time, and you put everything else on the back burner. It's time to turn it off. Sorry, Jeremy. Well, uh, you know uh, what I mean. Oh, brother, I don't do that, I know, sir. Stop doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too. But Red Dead Redemption was the know, last game I beat. And it, it leads to bigger problems yeah. because uh, what we talked about at church was those things that pull you away from God become your God. That's it. And that's powerful to think about that you're going to replace God with something of this, earth, this world. I mean, we're not supposed to, uh, it's just, it's, it'll break you down when you start to think about that you've done that. You know, the thing, the thing that it keeps my attention away from God becomes my God. That's and that's not, that's not right. It's and just, Hey, and that can be anything. That can be your spouse. That can be your girlfriend, your yeah. boyfriend. That, yeah. that can be whoever. Your job. Your kids. It can be your job. Yeah. You know, for those people out there working seven days a week, cause you think you got yeah. to, 
And I mean, there's deeper roots than that, man. Listen, that money ain't going to save nothing. That money ain't going to change nothing. That those seven days a week ain't going to get you nowhere. That promotion ain't going to fix nothing. Uh, It's not going to do anything. What's going to help is the Lord in your life, your relationship with your family and leading them to the Lord. That's what's going to truly give you everything you need without you having to kill yourself over it and sacrifice your relationships at home. I don't know why I'm getting so like, heated up over that maybe that's for somebody listening no it definitely is there you, you go <laughs> you, talk to, you talk to majority of women you know and half the time it's like either my husband works too much or my husband plays video games too much it's always something or he's hanging out with his friends or he's out golfing and he he, he likes to spend more time away from the family than he does with the family well i'm telling you guys you're hurting yourselves you're hurting your family you're hurting their futures. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. I'm not, it's just, you're not doing anybody any favors. I feel like, like I got to that point to where, you know, I'd sit on a video game and next thing you know, like two or three hours had gone by. And it's like, I was still sitting in the same spot looking at the same screen. Bro, it's like all day. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'd get on it in the morning. Before I knew it, here it is, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm sitting here thinking, no, no, how in the yeah. world? And it's like, how, how are we going to put our armor on? How are we going to even know how to strap it on whenever, you know, you sit there in a video game that is not reality and it doesn't benefit? Like, I got to where I was like, what did I accomplish? Bro, I couldn't even pick the sword up. That thing was too heavy for yeah, me back man, then. I'm telling you. But that controller <laughs> what? But but no. nowadays it's like completely. I have no desire for it. All right. Yeah. Well, tr- go into that. Go after that Bible like you went after that video game and see if that sword That's don't get it. lighter. I'm telling you. See if it don't start. Mo- see if it don't start moving with Three you. Three hours. A you day know when you get a weapon. It- oh, son! I'm telling you. When back when you know warriors fought with swords, they trained for so long with these things. It had, they had to be able to move fluently, so they could you wouldn't be able to touch them and they were able to you know throw around these long swords and it just looked it looked graceful the extension of their you, arm. you hear what i'm saying i'm telling you it was like an extension of their body and we had that's what we have to do with this word we have to pick it up and we have to hold it for so long we have to study it for so long that it becomes a part of us man that's it you know i'm telling you it's it just, really doesn't it i gotta it. do better it, changes <laughs> right? you. it don't matter if you're listening to it or reading it as long as you're feeding it in, it's like putting fuel in your car. You're going to keep Absolutely. going. Um, but, man, oh, this. Stand up. It's time to get moving. That's it. Stand up. It's time, <laughs> it's time, to, time move. to move. Boots forward. on the ground. Get your armor on. It's That's time to go it. to work. That's right. That's right. You know, no more waiting. No, playing no, more, no more putting off excuses. No more, oh, I'll do it next week. Oh, I'm not ready. Man, if you sit there and think that, you'll never be ready. That's it. But I'm going to tell you something from experience, and I know you've experienced it too. Ever since I put down that weight and, and those, cha- and I've ripped off those chains, and he broke them off me, and, and and I left him at that altar. I ain't quit running, and I've I've not I've never had a better oh, life. Man, and there's strong friends around us, you know. I'm we have brothers. I tell you what, all my all my close friends are love Jesus. All my closest friends help keep me accountable, and they don't care, Jeremy. He's straight up. He'd be like, "Hey, get it together." <laughs> so I don't have to worry about Jeremy. Yeah, you do the same to Jeremy, me. You do the same oh, yeah, to me. Definitely, I get you back. <laughs> uh, but uh, but that's how we are. You got to keep yourself accountable. When you look around you, and you see the fruits of your friends, and you see that they're constantly just bearing bad fruit. Start questioning it. If you you tell accountability, that's partners, it. You buddy. tell them, and they don't want to change. It's time to part ways. You, you can't you can't be that's around right. that stuff. No, you gotta get you gotta nope. find you gotta find your your peace where God wants you to be. And and if your friend's not gonna be in that in that peace with you, in that God fearing heart with you, then you just, it's it's time to go. You know, there's, there's right. People I out mean, there. and that just means that just means take a break from yeah. it. He still that that friend's still gonna see yeah. you. They're gonna see you, and they may not pay attention at first, but eventually your light's gonna get so bright they can't look away That's from it. it. They can't they can't shield their face enough to stop seeing. No, it. But you can't be consumed in them so much that they that you're eating from their fruit. 
you know, then you start bearing yeah. bad fruit yourself. It's so That's easy. Right. People get caught up in that. And most divorces are, are where uh, people start hanging out with single friends or people who's going out yeah. through divorces. And then it just, it's just a spiral it's, effect. It's, you start eating that fruit. The the di- the food coloring in the That's water. It. it takes one drop of food coloring to change the color of that That's water. It. it takes one bad apple to change to to, to rot them all. Yeah. It takes one person not doing right that nobody holds accountable that nobody steps in and tries to help nobody prays for and tries to build up and before you know it another one's going to fall. It. And then another one's going to fall and another one's going to fall. And that's the way it's going to work. We cannot let each other do that. We have to build one another up. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Okay. We have to sharpen one another. We have to hold each other accountable for our actions. As Christians, we have to call others out and say, listen, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, it, that's not judgment. For those of you who think that's judgment, go read your Bible. We are supposed to hold each other accountable. If Chase starts dropping the ball, I, as a Christ follower, have to go to him and say, Chase, I don't know what's going on. Let's pray about it. Let's talk about it. Let's walk this thing out. Let's get it gone and let's get going. People get confused. If I were, oh, go ahead. If I were to ignore him, that says I don't love him. I don't love him as a Christ follower, brother in Christ. I, I'm walking away from him. That's what I'm doing. It's saying, oh, well, sorry, your salvation is not as important as mine. I've got to work on mine. Bye. Yep. You know, now if I go to him and I try to fix these things over and over and over and over and over, and he just, I'm not going to give up on him quick. But if he doesn't eventually change, I have to pull myself away. You know, it doesn't mean I'm totally cutting him off eventually. You know, every now and then I, hey, brother, send him a message. Love you, man, praying for you. That's it. And eventually it'll catch hold again. But like I said, as accountability partners, we have to hold one another accountable. We have to catch each other when we're slipping. Okay. We have to, we have to pick each other up when we're falling. Uh, that's not judgment. I'm not judging you when I call you up, Jason. Say, Hey man, you know, you don't need to be talking like that. You shouldn't have posted that, that decision you made. We should, we, we need to talk about that. You need to pray before you do that. Uh, that's not judgment. That's it. I'm holding him accountable for his actions and, and telling him he needs to think and pray on that matter. And that's what we should all do for one another. That, that's showing true love for one another right there. That's it. And where people get confused, Jeremy, is they see where it says, do not judge those. It's not talking about Christians. It's talking about people who aren't Christians. We're not supposed to judge people. And, and it's a difference between judging someone for their behavior as Jesus said, um, you tell your, you try to take the speck out of your, your neighbor's eye, but do you have a log in your own eye? That's talking about being a hypocrite. And then you, you have right. other parts where it says, um, do not judge unless you be judged. And that's, and that's talking about do not judge someone, especially when you don't know them, you know, first off. But then you also don't judge someone who is non-Christian. Because when you judge someone who's a non-Christian, what are you doing to them? You are pushing them away from Christ even further. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, and it goes for all sorts of things. Like you said, you know, uh, before you, you know, about the, the, the speck in your brother's eye, they pull a log out of your own. That's, that goes with prayer. That goes yeah. with judgment and everything. Don't, you know, it's like when we were in school and the teacher would say, oh, yeah, well, you're pointing that finger, but how many you got pointing back at That's you? It. Okay. I mean, you need to make sure before you say anything to anybody, make sure you're on the right track and on the right level. Now, when I say that, I mean it. And when I say that, it's it's if my brother's doing wrong and I'm over here secretly doing wrong that he doesn't know about or something's going on I haven't told him about or something, I need to get myself right before I go try to pull him out That's of the it. pit. Otherwise, we're both on slippery ground. That's it. Put your oxygen And both on of first. us are going to fall. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And what they say, isn't that in the yeah. airport? Make sure you're uh, in an airplane. Make sure your mask is on before you try to put somebody that's else's it. on. If you yep. don't, you're gonna pass out. That's right. <laughs> but I think it's a good episode. I know we got off on a little off off topic, but some somebody needs yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly. So that's how we view this. When we start to stray off, it's just us feeling led, you know, to go in that direction, and and we feel like the things that we that are said here, it's because somebody needed to hear it. 
Well, and so, you'll, you'll hear us too. If we go to kind of stray away and catch ourselves, it's that may be, a, a, you know, the way we're feeling at the moment. But if I can get, I can tell you from listening and talking to Chase and, and knowing myself that if we get kind of emotional about something as we're talking about it and we don't stray away from it as fast, it's usually not us. Yeah. Uh, I try not to get emotional about it. That's not the word I, I like to use. I, I like to use passionate. Um, I know when the Lord sets something on my heart, I know is not a good, it's never an acceptable answer. Um, he's going to make me say it, whether I like it or not. Uh, I've tried to fight him one time and I won't do that. Again. Nope. Uh, I'm going to tell you now, uh, it reminded me of the whole story of, um, Jacob wrestling with him. Um, I'm not doing that. His hip was out of <laughs> socket and everything. Oh man. Like I, listen, I told you the story. I had that, I had that, um, had a watch on a smart watch and this thing measured my heart rate. And if it got too high, which I don't have heart issues, it's just a, it's just a thing that the watch does. If my heart rate got too high, it'd beat. And I'm sitting at this event and it's a, a pastor's luncheon. I'm not a pastor, but I was sitting in for one and the Lord told me to say something because what they were talking about related directly to my life that had happened to me. And they were trying to raise money for it and all that. And I kept telling the Lord, no, they don't, they don't have time for me. That's not, and then all of a sudden my heart rate shoots up and, and I feel him trying to yank me out of that chair and I'm fighting him. And then I start sweating. Like I, I, I seriously feel like I'm having a heart attack right here in this chair. And then, then my watch starts beeping and it's letting me know, Hey, uh, something's not right. Your heart rate has just like shot up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, you put your hand over it to silence it and then it quits and I sit there. And it starts beeping again, and I have to cover it up and silence it. My wife looks over at me, and she says, I'm blood red, and I'm just sweat pouring from my head, and I'm just looking at her like, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on. And uh, she asked me later what happened. I said, Lord wanted me to get up and speak, and I told him no. (laughs) I won't do it again. If he tells me to say it, I'm going to say it. So said all that to say, you know, if we get off on a tangent like this, and it sounds like we're really kind of, speaking fast or getting, you know, passionate about it. Normally it's because something led us, led us to say it. it. Um, so I like to talk, but I don't like, I'm Mm -hmm. not just going to sit here and talk about stuff like that for no reason. Well, we are 47 minutes in Jeremy. It never seems like it every time we do this crazy, but do you know what time it is? Uh, it is nine twenty three. No, it is time for the miracle minute. Oh, that's never dun, a minute. Dun, Let's dun. do this. <laughs> okay. The other day, I was I was at a Dollar General, and I seen this woman walking. It looked like she was having complication walking. I didn't know what it was. I said, I said, "Excuse me, ma'am, are you do you have pain in your lower back?" And she said, "Yes, I do." She said, for a long time now. And I said, okay, do you know what it's called from? She said, yes, it's called from my chemo treatment medication. She has some kind of rare cancer that is in her bloodstream that she every week has to take chemo for just to stay alive. And I said, oh, wow, well, that's a whole lot more than, than um, just a back pain. So... um you know, I felt led to pray for her right then. I, I said, you know, we prayed for everything, prayed for her, the the cancer to be killed at its root, just to go away uh, completely in the name of Jesus. All her back pain go, every symptom to go, you know, and I felt the Holy Spirit move. She felt the Holy Spirit move. It was just one of those moments, you know, how it's hard to explain, you know, just God just, just moves in everything. And, and uh, the woman's, her pain completely left her back. She said it's the first time in so long she can't remember that her pain, you know, wasn't there. So I believe that the Lord just moved in right then. I believe she's healed. I wish I'd have gave her a card so she could contact me and let me know what the results were for the cancer. Because I feel like the Lord just healed her right then. Um, you know, I won't miss an opportunity like that again. I'll make sure to give her a card. But it's like those things, those moments right there, and she's just she's just filled with joy. You know, she gave me a hug. But it's all about the Lord. He is the same now 
as he was before and always has been since the beginning. Um, so who are we to quench the spirit when, when the spirit tells us to move on something or to pray for somebody? Go in with our armor that is battle tested and and get it done um, in Jesus' name. But that's the miracle minute. And I'm just, I just, you know, maybe one day I'll find out that that woman was completely healed. But you know what? Or maybe you won't. Maybe I won't. But either way, I'm at peace with it. There you go. Um, but that is, that's just a little tidbit. You know how it works. Uh, but this ain't got nothing to do with us it ain't got nothing to do with me it's got to do with the Lord Uh, I have no power in myself Jesus said we can do nothing without him and I I believe that wholeheartedly that we can absolutely do nothing good without him I'm going to thump on a log without him every good and perfect gift comes from above that's right it doesn't come from us what do we have to offer God we, <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah, like, yeah. we have nothing to offer God except obedience, surrender, belief in Him, um, the faith that He already gave it to us. He gives us a measure of faith. Yeah, He gives us these things. So, what do we have to offer God besides just obedience and surrender to Him? All right. What is it I said the other day? I said uh, about. You know, he died. He, he went to the cross and died for us. Is it too much to ask to get up for for uh, church service That's on it. Sunday to live for him? <laughs> absolutely. Like man, absolutely. he died to make me whole. Yeah, you know, when it it uh, was to I take mean, my sins away, but it wasn't just to take my sins away. He died to make me whole, to make me known through him, and by him. It's like everything, man. I'm so in love. Uh, I'm so in love with the Lord. He's, right, we're just going to have to do part two, part on, this two on this one. We're at, 50, we're at 52 minutes. And this minutes. is the one you said we didn't have nothing for. Uh, yeah, right. He always he always makes a way. It. I don't even know why we plan anything anymore. Uh, no. Nope. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. You want to pray us out? That's it. Let's pray it out. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Heavenly Father, you are enough for us. You are everything. We have nothing that we can give you that you haven't given us already. Lord, with this breath in our lungs that you have just provided, Lord, with these thoughts that race through our heads, Lord, you have provided all the good you have given. Lord, I pray that you give a stronger connection to those who are seeking you to give them something new and tangible. Lord, just to give them that little that little umph, Lord, that they need to keep going in the right direction. Lord, to let them see the way out of the temptation that they are being drawn into. Lord, we love you. We thank you. Lord, let their body armor be tested. Let it be approved. Let them be familiar with it. Lord, let them be strong in faith. Lord, and realize that this is a battle between spirits and not about flesh. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We pray for healing in Jesus' name. For those who are sick, I see an arm. An arm that needs to be healed in the name of Jesus. I'm not sure what it is. It's the right upper arm in Jesus' name. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. We command it through through his authority in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right, buddy. Well, till next time. Till next time. God bless y'all.